Hi, I'm there behind this book. This is Before and Then After by Meenakshi Reddy Madhavan. It's a book of short stories and I really enjoyed reading it. So I'm going to read a small part of one of my favorite stories from this book. So today's The Nana Redu Experience is going to be a short excerpt from this book. So this book is, uh, this is Meenakshi's fourth book and um, I had it signed. Yay! I went for the book reading and that was fun. She happened to read from uh, the my favorite story from the book, which is called One Plus One. It's on page 113. Okay. These are the things I think at six o'clock on a Tuesday evening when I make my way from my flat to work. That there are little silver threads connecting everyone, invisible to the naked eye, but so powerful that you can feel if one of them is tugged or broken. The threads grow stronger if you love someone and they stretch no matter where the person is. They lead from your heart to theirs. My threads used to be a cluster, but now there are just a few, leading from my heart to Chandigarh, to London, to Toronto. Those are my three threads. And I would know instantly if something happened to them. That when someone asks for a clever drink, something they've read about somewhere and you want to make for them, that they look at you with arrogance and challenge in their eyes. And when you make it perfectly and set it down in front of them, your masterpiece, and they sip it and don't like it that it should be okay to give them a punch in the face. That nothing itches more than the new uniform you've been told to wear. You don't know what it is. You've cut out the scratchy tag and soaked it in a bucket of water to get rid of the starch. But still, as you're making your way to work, you feel it chafing at your neck and under your arms and you want to rip it off and chuck it in the nearest bin. And then you wonder what the reaction on the metro would be if you were stark naked. This large naked man finally free of his restricting uniform. This makes me laugh and then people look at me strangely. That the girls who lean over so their cleavage is exposed and their breasts are resting on the bar, who try and wheedle me out of free drinks, don't even have to do all of that. If it's the right time of the evening and they ask politely, I would give them a free drink anyway. But since they don't know that, and I'm not one to turn down a glimpse of well-shaped breasts, I'm not going to tell them. My manager likes to keep the girls happy. We are a new bar in a new location. In the same location, in fact, that three bars have opened before and swiftly closed down in less than a year. We are bar number four called The Chameleon, which is an unfortunate name to have because no one can pronounce it correctly. I overheard a waiter taking a reservation on the phone and saying, Hello, Chameleon. I had a word with the manager about that. And later that evening, we were all given a tutorial on how to say the name properly. Cha to sound like car, said the manager. I had to attend even though I knew how to say it because the manager said it would set a bad precedent. Later, I heard the bouncers joking about Carmelion <laughs> and how people should just stick to good old-fashioned Indian names. What would you call a bar if you owned it? Asked one bouncer of the other. And he smiled and said, I'd call it Raju, yaar, after me. But Raju doesn't sound posh and we want to attract the right clientele. I walk in through the service entry. 
We're a little late today, but since it's Tuesday, the slowest night of the week, no one seems to care. Chairs are still stacked upside down on the tables, and the cleaning boy is taking his own sweet time. The cashier is busy with the accounts, and he has his own music on, some Bollywood stuff, that the cleaner is singing along to as he works. We have an in-house DJ who comes a little later, a nervous-looking boy, who I personally believe we should fire because he can never match the crowd to the music. On a slow Thursday, he plays hip-hop, and on a buzzing Sunday, he plays oldies. We don't pay him much though, about 10k and free drinks. The catch for the free drinks is that he can't drink when he's working. So he has to wait for a break and hop down and signal to me for a beer. Ah, hello Bharat, says the manager when I come in. Today is karaoke night, eh? Should get quite a crowd. It's the first time we're trying it and we're experimenting with Tuesday in the hope that it will draw more customers. Yes, sir, I say, taking off my jacket. So Dinesh isn't coming in then? Dinesh is our DJ. His DJ name is supposed to be DJ Cool, but no one calls him that. He has all the extra K's and L's for numerological reasons, but they haven't made him a better DJ. Pity. No, no, says the manager. He's coming to get the crowd started off. Also, this guy we've hired for the karaoke is one of his friends. So Dinesh will be around to help. I nod and head behind the bar to unlock the liquor cabinets. Most bartenders aren't trusted with the keys of the cabinets. There's booze in there worth lakhs. But I came with a high recommendation. And I've been working here since the bar opened. Still, every night I have to sit with the cashier and we go over the bar takings bill by bill. And then I make a list of the alcohol that needs to be replenished for the manager. Mostly beer and vodka, those run out the fastest. But since we're in Delhi, my whiskey gets over quickly too. I sniffed the open bottle of wine. I opened it three days ago. There haven't been many takers since. If I serve it, there's always an off chance that some smart ass will return it, claiming that it's caught. But then I could get lucky and it might be some girls who are so wasted they could be drinking cough syrup at that point. I blame the lifestyle papers. Now everyone knows the word caught, but no one actually knows what it means or what a corked bottle of wine actually tastes like. To be completely safe, I pour out a capful of the wine and taste it. It still has some life and it's the cheap stuff, which we buy for rupees 300 bottle and sell for rupees 450 a glass. It's a ripoff, but hey, that's why you come to bars anyway, right? Happy hours begins in half an hour. That's one of our new things too. If you come in between 6.30 and 8.30 in the evening, you get half off on all your drinks, which we also call one plus one. This only applies to beer and IMFL. That's bar speak for Indian made foreign liquor, your brands that have set up here and sell slightly overpriced swill. Not cocktails or anything that'll make me reach for the top shelf where we keep all our expensive stuff. Happy hours is great for the bar, but not great for me because I have to keep track of how many free drinks a person has left. I prefer to serve all the drinks together, but people like to stagger them out and when they're drunk, because they always drink faster during happy hours. There are often arguments about how many they have left. I always feel like saying it's my job to stay sober. So don't try and pull one over on me. But we have to be polite. And as far as possible, not call on Raju and Ajay standing in their black t-shirts outside the door. I'm a tall man. But those two make me feel like a weakling. I really want to read the rest of the story. But I don't think that will be fair. Because I think you should buy the book. I am trying this new format of recommending books by reading excerpts on my uh, YouTube videos because I really love reading. I read a lot of books. I listen to a lot of books these days on Audible. 
and I really like sharing good books um, and books that I've enjoyed. But writing about the books on the blog and typing out the excerpts from the book, it's a little more tedious and I think it doesn't connect as well. I think the video format really connects uh, better and I get to read the book and try to pretend like I'm one of the characters in the books. So one plus one is one of my favorite stories in this book, which is Before and Then After by Meenakshi Reddy Madhavan. Um, she's already out with a fifth book, which um, the name I forget, but I'm on it. And I've also asked her to write another book of short stories because I love reading short stories. Um, it's so much fun. Obviously, uh, you know, short stories uh, in literature. I've been a huge fan since I was since I started reading. So I was really, really happy to see an Indian author doing a really good set of short stories. And they'll appeal to pretty much everyone. If you're if you're one of the serious literature people, there's something in this for you. If you're a college-going kid, there's something in this for you. There's another one that's one of my, which was really enjoyable, was, uh, I think, I forgot the name, what it was, but insert a carrot. <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious. Um, it, it's like a dialogue between two friends, two girls, and... Yeah, so this this is this is a nice book. I had fun. I will probably be reading some of the stories again and again. I've already had a couple of friends who bought the book, and uh, please go and buy this book. Not only will you be buying a nice book of short stories, you'll also be supporting the author. Thank you for listening today. See you soon. Bye.